Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, groomer Joey Villani, news director Lori Brooks. And now, from the Red Barn Studios, here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Here's the number. It's a toll-free number. It doesn't cost you a penny. one 866 405-8405. On the other end of that phone is Judy. She is screening calls for Dr. Debbie, as well as Joey Villani, the dog father. So if you have a medical question about your animal or a grooming question about your animal or just maybe your own personal grooming habits, because Joey will do that. Dr. Debbie, however, she uh, she really likes to just practice on the animals, even though... I prefer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Humans are kind of <laughs> icky, you know, we, we really are. <laughs> Has anyone ever asked you uh, about their personal human problems? All the time. Yes, I, I get I get all sorts of skin lesions shown to me. Um, yes, videos Yum. of things. Yes, uh, you would not believe it. And uh, well, I, they trust their veterinarian. You know, the veterinarian is a family. Um, you know, we are a part of a intricate part of the family. You know, taking care of your pet. So. Uh, yeah. Trust vets before you might trust I see my vet more than I do my doctor, so yeah. You're, you're family. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of the version of Better Call Saul where uh, there's a, there's an illicit gun shooting and the, the guy won't go to the hospital or a regular doctor because they would call the police. He ends up going to the vet. Has that ever happened to you? No, that has never happened. So I have not had to uh, turn down any kind of drug lords or anything good, like that good. for sewing. And the good thing is that, you know, um, I honestly don't do a lot of surgery anymore. So I guess I probably would have uh, two outs on that. Oh, there you go. Well, today we're going to talk about CBDs and natural remedies. CBDs, uh, I think we've all heard about them. We may not know what they are. We may not have all the answers. Today we're going to try to parse through some of the confusion you know, Dr. Debbie, you have your uh, your thoughts on CBD. Go ahead. Tell us what those are. Well, you know, I, I think that it definitely has some applications. And I think just, you know, if the, if the um, federal legislation would change so that we could actually study this in different veterinary groups, then we could actually have a body of information to share um, on what the appropriate you know, doses and uses are um, instead of just having people willy-nilly, you know, follow the Internet. Okay. For those of you that don't know what CBDs are, they stand for cannabid, cannabidol, cannabidiol, cannabidol, cannabidiol, cannabidiol. You were close, Hal. You know what? I wondered if you were going to go there, Hal, because the last time we talked about this, we we had the same struggle. Okay, it's a it's a part of the cannabis or marijuana plant. I I assume it's a it's a derivative of the marijuana plant. And I believe that in Las Vegas, where you practice, are you allowed to talk to your patients about this or prescribe it? No, no. Um, you know, it's federally illegal. And per the state law, you know, we our, our veterinary um, practice act does not permit us to talk about an illegal drug, oh. um, nor to prescribe it. So um, it is a tricky area to be in that, um, you know, it's so widespread. People have questions about it. And yet the veterinarians are actually potentially could be disciplined for um, you oh. know, answering some of those questions. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, today we're going to talk to Dr. Robert Dove. He is a Virginia veterinarian and i believe where he is he can talk about it i'm not sure that he can prescribe it or not we'll find out when we talk to him in just a few minutes and we'll also talk to angela artelino and she's a medical cannabis expert so that's on the way on today's show if you have questions about it you can always give us a call at 1-866-405-8405 and we'll ask the experts your questions 
And we'll do that in just a few minutes. Between now and then, just the regular old phone calls at one 405 8405 And a quick check of the news coming up at the bottom of the hour with Miss Lori Brooks. What are you working on from the newsroom today? Well, all this talk about CBDs and who can talk about it and who can't. Um, one state is working to allow those people who are over the age of 18, you'd have to be an adult, to buy marijuana, medical marijuana, for their pets. Wow. So this is not necessarily yeah. CBD. It's actual marijuana with all the psychoactive ingredients. I thought that medical was... Medical uh, marijuana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, doctor, correct me if I'm I, wrong, but isn't... I med- think you... Yes. I was going to say, I think you've got a, a backwards that just I think in, in some states they're referencing the use of CBD as medicinal marijuana for animals. So, but they're not using the THC products. Oh, there's so much confusion. I got to tell I you know. that. There the is. The word's just a going ton. around in circles. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's uh, go to line two. No, can we, let's start at line one. Can we do that, Judy? Yes. Okay. Line one's waiting. Hey, Tracy, what's going on? Hi. Um, well, I have a, couple of Springer Spaniels. Uh, the oldest is 13 years old. Um, and I noticed over the last three or four months, she's in relatively good health, that she's losing the hair off the top of her back. Mm-hmm. And it's just a big pattern. She's not totally bald. Um, started with some little spots, and she goes to the groomer regularly. And my other dog goes to the same groomer. Um, doesn't have the same problem. But she's losing her hair. And I don't okay. know what it is. And what what is the distribution? What how would you describe where the ear is? Where did they first start? She started uh, losing the hair. Um, she started getting little spots, almost look like um, little dark spots in the fur because I keep their hair short because they're indoors. So mm-hmm. you would see little spots when she get grown down real closely, and then um, it started like around from the collar. Um, up to maybe not quite as far down as the shoulder, and all the way back to the tail, and it just progressively has gotten worse, um, mm. just to the mm-hmm. tail, but nothing on the sides, nothing on the belly, so they they do go in and out, um, okay. but I haven't noticed it with my other dog. Okay, and these areas of hair loss, how big? Are they about... Oh, gosh, you know, are they an inch in size? Are they smaller than that, or does it all kind of blend together? It kind of blends together. So she's already got kind of a, almost instead of that nice silky um, feel, the undercoat, the under hair is really nice and silky like you would expect on a Springer. And the top mm-hmm. has always been kind of like teddy bear fuzz, if you will. Mm-hmm. And okay. so it's just thinned out and, you know, just over time, as it's thinning, it kept getting lighter and lighter, and I thought, no, that hair is missing. So mm-hmm. um, it's a big, huge, like a, I don't want to say male pot pattern baldness, but kind of like that. Okay. And is it fairly even from her right side of her body to her left side, or is it variable? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is, Absolutely. It is even? Yes. Ah, okay. All right. Well, with with I think if I got a good picture in my mind of what you're describing, so we've got sparse hair along the whole backside, um, kind of even on both sides. So it's not that you have skin sores, redness, or scabs. It's just that there's a sparse uh, loosening losing of the hair in these areas. Is that correct? Right, right. It's like okay. a big I, I waxed her back. Is what it <laughs> hey, that sounds like some uh, dates I've had. <laughs> wax your back. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's bad um, wax because she still has yeah, bugs. Yeah, very but... bad wax. 
Oh, jeez. Um, so, yes, the number one thing that really kind of comes to mind here is I start to think of hormone-related problems. When we have uh-huh. hair loss that's even on the right versus the left side of a pet's body, um, so if it's symmetrical and it's really not accompanied with itching, scratching, sores, crusts, all those really good, gritty, fun stuff that we talk about in doggy dermatology, if it's just kind of hair loss and sparse um, hair, I'm going to look at the hormones. And some of the first things that I would recommend would be to have some lab work done where we would look at our thyroid level um, because low thyroid levels in dogs, very commonly, among other signs, they can have a symmetrical hair loss where it kind of looks almost smooth so that uh, the hair just kind of starts at the tail usually and sometimes it just spreads up the whole torso of the pet. Um, and again, it's usually not itchy. So that would be very worthwhile testing for because thyroid problems are very common. It's like the number one hormone problem we can see in dogs. The next things that I think about with that would be concerns with Cushing's disease. And this is another hormone problem. Are you familiar with that? I've heard of that um, with, a, with a couple of uh, my coworkers who said the dogs are eating uncontrollably or drinking mm. all night or walking all night with this Cushing's disease. Yeah, if, yeah, if I have the right one. Yeah, that's the wrong. one. So it, that's exactly right. It's it's a cortisone-related problem in dogs, and they can drink a lot, pant a lot, but they can also get some skin changes that can be a sparse kind of smooth hair loss. Sometimes it'll affect the whole body. And in some cases, it'll affect the abdominal muscle, so a pet can actually develop a potbelly-like appearance. Um, So that could be something. It's a little more challenging to screen for Cushing's disease, but I would certainly say um, baseline blood work, a blood panel and a urine sample would probably be the starting point to see if we need to go hunting down that road. Um, so, so mostly I'd say blood work would be wise. And in some pets, I'll just cut to the chase and take a skin biopsy because I'm just impatient. And, um, that can give us a, a you know, certainly a, a swift diagnosis as far as what we're facing with. I, I wonder if it's related. She's taking proin. And I don't know Good. if proin's a hormone or not, but, you know, I just thought I'd throw that out there. I don't know if it yeah. has anything to do with it or not. And, and that's a good question. Proin is um, not truly a hormone. It, it's a medication we use for female or dog incontinence um, right. for the urine. So um, probably not related directly oh. to that, but good to okay. kind of keep that in mind, definitely. So, yeah, I'd say, uh, you know, call the vet and say, hey, my dog wants to donate some blood. <laughs> <laughs> she may I'm not sure want to, but. <laughs> I'm sure she would be happy to test her. She's, she's very thorough, so I, I, I certainly will contact her about it. Thank you, Tracy. Good good luck there. Let us know how that turns out. one 405 8405 This portion of Animal Radio is underwritten in part by Critter Cops. There's a new way to find lost pets and is becoming very popular all over the USA. It's Critter Cops. You'll get huge media blasts to thousands of people about your lost pet. They also offer specialized service for stolen pets. Try the new way to find lost pets and increase your chances of a reunion. Visit CritterCops.net. And thanks, Critter Cops, for underwriting Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Phones are open at 1-866-405-8405. Hello, this is Jane Goodall on Animal Radio. And I just like everybody to realize that each day you live, you make some difference on the planet. And you can choose what kind of difference you're going to make. And hopefully every day you'll try to make 
the world a little bit better for people, for animals and for the environment. CBD Dog Health makes high-quality holistic pet products designed specifically for your furry family members. Our tinctures, treats, and salves come from full-spectrum CBD, CO2 extracted from hemp flower. They treat anxiety, allergies, arthritis, seizures, hot spots, and more. Our labels are clear and easy to understand, showing all of the natural healing ingredients you are giving your pet. CBD Dog Health products are made in the USA and available at trusted retailers or online at cbddoghealth.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text TRY to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. Need a fix of the good stuff? Get more Animal Radio with the free Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. you play air guitar too i was unaware of that judy yeah i'm good i don't know how to play a real guitar but i can do an air one real like nobody's business i tell you okay cbds uh you're gonna have to help me dr debbie once again cannabidiol 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 it's a cannabidiol (laughs) it's a it's something that's apparently derived from the uh, marijuana plant and uh, or the hemp plant. I'm not exactly sure. We're going to find out. That's what that. I was going to say. Is it marijuana <laughs> or is it hemp? <laughs> it's the new latest craze for uh, really helping your animals and people. Well, at least the claims are if everything from anxiety to I mean, there's some pretty wild claims out there like cancer and curing far- allergies. Curing allergies. <laughs> there's. There's a lot of claims, so we're going to try to parse through the claims, the myths, what we know, what research has been done, and in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to Angelina Ardolino. She's a medical cannabis expert, and we're also going to talk to Dr. Robert Dove, who uh, is a Virginia veterinarian, and I believe maybe, I'm not sure, maybe prescribing it or maybe recommending it for his patients. So we're going to find out a little bit about it coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Also, go into your phones toll-free at one eight six six. I'm sorry, Judy. I'll do it slow. one 405 8405 And don't forget, of course, you can ask your questions from the free Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. We're about 10 minutes away from a check of the news with Miss Lori Brooks. What do you have for us this well, hour? Well, you know, when I'm in my senior days, a little old lady... <laughs> I want to be, I've always wanted to be as an old lady, like a, an activist for whales. I just love whales. Save the whales. And, um, yeah, exactly. Save the whales. And that's happening. I didn't have to become ancient to do this. I'm going to tell you about this, um, how they are protecting whales in the waters off of our, you know, mainland voluntarily 
by ships out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's that's around the corner. Uh, I've always been into the Save the Whale movement. That's probably one of the first oh, movements that I've uh, ever joined. Is, uh, let's see. I think we're going to go. Are we on line three? Is that correct? Yes, we're okay. up to three. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hey, Rob, how are you doing? Okay, how are you today? Where are you? Uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Are you uh, where in Pennsylvania? I'm uh, near uh, Wilkesbury, Scranton. I'm east or west of there, out in the hills. Okay. Are you listening on WEEU or XM? Just for XM. Two. Okay. How can we help you? I have Doctor Debbie right here. Well, well howdy. I, uh, howdy. How are you? Very uh, good. I uh, got um, a thing from our vet. It's just a, a booklet that came out. I was reading through it, and it says it was talking about how roundworms and hookworms, I believe it were, can be transmitted when uh, animals eat other critters. You got and it. I was, uh, how likely is that? And can warming, is there warming that can be done preventively for that? Or because we have a, a couple of cats and. Uh, they hunt the bunnies and the squirrels and chipmunks, and the dogs sometimes steal from them and eat them. So I, I didn't know, uh, you know, if they, if they should be wormed like twice a year just in case. Or Yeah, yeah, very good questions, and, and I'm glad to hear somebody actually reads those handouts that we veterinarians give you guys. <laughs> so it, it's very good. But, yes, very good question. So things like roundworms, hookworms, yes, um, we can have a hunter, say a cat that hunts, eats you know, rodents, birds, rabbits. Uh, well, I guess a cat would need a rabbit, but that's oh, my yeah. dog, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, they can actually acquire some of these parasites, not just from the regular uh, soil or eating stool, but from actually eating other creatures. And um, how common is it? Mm, probably not the most common way that pets get infected, but it is possible. Um, so, yes, we would, uh, in your area, you might, uh, you know, every area in the country has different parasite burdens and loads, but I'd say from where you're sounding like where you're from on the East Coast, I would be thinking twice a year um, deworming would be a very rational protocol where we'd um, basically deworm as much as we need for the area we're in. Now, I'm from Las Vegas. We don't have as many of these type of critters, so once a year out here would seem um, appropriate for that. And for dogs... The best way to do regular deworming is to actually use a monthly heartworm preventative that also has a deworming for intestinal parasites. So that can be one of the great ways for dogs to ensure that we keep this parasite burden very low and help to protect against those kind of um, acquiring of the um, parasites along the road. Okay. And, and, and how about ticks? Uh, is it only the deer tick that carries Lyme disease or is it the bigger ones too, the wood ticks? There are other varieties, and, um, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, there's lots of different species out there. Any tick in my eyes is suspect, not just because of Lyme disease, because of the other diseases they carry, ehrlichiosis, anaplasma. So there's other diseases that those little critters can carry. So in my eyes, no tick is a good tick. <laughs> okay. All righty. Thanks. Well, I, I thank you for your time. one 405 8405 to reach out to Dr. Debbie or Joey Volani, the dog father, with your questions. And this portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by CBD Dog Health, makers of tinctures, treats, and salves to treat your furry family members suffering from anxiety, allergies, arthritis, seizures, hot spots, and more. It's made with the highest potency full-spectrum hemp CBD, lab-tested for purity and potency. You can learn more over at CBDDogHealth.com. 
And thank you, CBD Dog Health, for underwriting Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Phones are open at 1 866 405 8405. Hi, this is Paul Rogers and Cynthia Rogers on Animal Radio. Just know that it's going to be all right, meow. <laughs> Here is today's top automotive news story. I'm Nick Miles. Rolls Royce is introducing a new accessory, a champagne chest crafted for those seeking a heightened sense of occasion in an elegant, entertaining manner, says Gavin Hartley, head of bespoke design at Rolls Royce Motorcars. The chest opens to reveal a champagne set for four people, which includes four cloth napkins with embroidered Rolls Royce monograms. The chest is illuminated to show off the hand blown crystal champagne flutes. To find your new Rolls Royce, go to ourautoexpert.com. Our Auto Expert is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Lori Brooks. Emma was a healthy Shih Tzu mix when she was recently euthanized after her late owner left explicit instructions in her will for the dog to be put down cremated and then laid to rest with her owner when she died this this really happened it was in virginia a few months ago even though it is illegal emma arrived they say at the dog shelter in march and during her two-week stay there uh, shelter personnel were aware of what was going on and they had several discussions with the executor of the dead woman's estate trying to talk this guy out of euthanizing emma so she could be laid to rest with her master but obviously none of those talks got through to the man in charge of carrying out emma's late owner's wishes with a couple of exceptions burying animal remains with human remains in the same cemetery plot is against the law, even if those animals are cremated and in an urn. Those exceptions, though, are for private and family-owned cemeteries. This kind of shocks me because I always assumed that if they were in an urn, it's sealed, that it would, you know, it would be okay. What's the big deal? People walk up at viewings all the time and put things in, in the casket, so why not? But eventually, the executor did find a vet to put down Emma. And, you know, that wasn't easy to do because most vets who were approached, of course, refused because, you know, she was a healthy animal. Now, because of all of this, at least one state lawmaker in Virginia is considering legislation to close the loophole in the state and forever end the practice there. That is so strange. When I first heard about this story, a perfectly healthy dog being put down just because the owner wanted the dog to be buried with them when they passed away. I got to think about the owner. What kind of owner would ever request that kind of... Uh, I would right. never do that, yeah, certainly. She must have felt she was a good dog owner and really loved her dog because she wanted to be with Well, it. if she loved her dog, she wouldn't... Uh, she would want uh, her dog to live. Sure, sure. Yeah. And you know what? As soon as you started this story, the phone's started to light up here at one 405 8405 People on either side of the controversy, let us know what you think. I was shocked. Yeah. Anyhow, um, something unusual is being done to save the whales and all kinds of whales. 
there's this growing number of big, mostly commercial ships that are slowing down as they approach San Francisco and some of the other larger California ports, so they are less likely to injure or kill whales. Wow. And, you know, they're acting on their own to do this, to help the whales, you know, because there are no speed limits at sea. So ships can be out there in the ocean and zip along as fast as they want. And usually that's about uh, 23 miles per hour or 20 knots. Um, but already this year, we're not even halfway through, almost, and uh, four whales have been killed by ships near San Francisco. And they wow. do know that they were killed by by the ships. Um, there were more than that that have actually died, but four of them were. So, so actually slowing down gives the, the whales an extra chance? Is that what's happening? Um, yes. It just, you know doesn't divide a pod as they're going through oh, okay. it just makes everybody more aware keeps the whales calmer and yeah it's it's been a good practice and if they are injured it is not so severe okay can i can i ask something right. on that i mean is there nothing sure. that can be i mean you you go on a regular boat and they have fish finders and they have sonar and they have radar there's nothing that can be done i mean except for slowing down the ship. I mean, just in this day and age, it just don't make any sense to me. But then again, what do I know? Yeah, I think that's a great idea, Joey. And and many have probably thought of it. I, w- I would guess that it's because they would have to equip the ship with that piece of equipment, the sonar finder, the fish finder, whatever you want to call it. And that would cost the companies money. It's just, it just, it, I don't know, it blows my mind. I mean, you go on just, um, like my brother-in-law has a regular fishing boat. And, um, you know, I mean, for, for, for me, it's expensive. It's a, you know, $150,000 boat, which really for boats isn't that much money. And his is so equipped with all that kind of stuff. I mean, I can't see having these big freighters or ocean liners or, or what it is, you know, um, you know, having, having such a problem. But then well, again, you know, I- it's just sad. I think the problem is, is that once they're detected, these ships can't change course and turn and slow down that fast because they're they're moving at a certain speed. So if they're starting slow to begin with, it gives everybody a chance. But they can't stop like a small boat can and veer off course yeah. if they see a whale. And there, yeah, nor could you right. predict which direction the whale might go. But it's, it's a, not like a deer. Yeah. Well, you know the little deer things? You remember on the cars back in the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s, you'd put these little circle-y things on the front of your cars that would make a little whistle, and it was supposed to scare deer and, and wildlife? Yes. Remember those? Yes. I, I don't know why they get... And by the way, I guess they didn't work, and that's why they don't use them anymore. No, but, no, no. You will still see them on 90% you? of the cars in the east, yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm wondering why they can't do that with the, with the ships. Yeah. Or something hmm. like that. Well, something similar, of course. Uh, I don't know, but, you know, Save the Whales has been being said, has been a rallying cry for so long. Sure. I just think it's awesome that these guys are, or somebody is, is doing something. And they could do more, but whales would get in the way of somebody making money or having to spend money mm. when it comes to the shipping companies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the California Senate, meantime, has um, done a, a first again. They have voted so far. 33 to nothing unanimously to let pet owners who are 18 or older purchase medical marijuana for their pets. If they have a recommendation from a vet who has completed a specific course, the bill would give veterinarians, in fact, the same protections as doctors who recommend marijuana for human patients. And it would also prevent the veterinarian medical board from disciplining vets who recommend marijuana. So, this bill now goes to the state assembly. Hasn't passed yet, but we will keep you posted. I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime at animalradio.com. 
This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Check out Animal Radio highlights. All the good stuff without the blah, blah, blah. Browse on over to AnimalRadio.pet. It's Animal Radio, celebrating the connection with our pets. And it is our CBD and natural remedy special. You don't have to go very far or very long to find somebody that's pitching a CBD product for your animals. We... Well, that's the truth. Yeah, we get uh, probably, I'd say, maybe a dozen pitches a week. And frankly, I don't know if it's... I, I don't know anything about CBDs, really. And I don't know... If I did know something about CBDs, I wouldn't know which one to choose if I wanted to. Would you buy it at, like, the home store? I have no clue. At the home store and, like, you know, different human health stores. You know, I I don't know. It just seems like there's everywhere. And I get they come into my email boxes usually, and they're online. So I got to be a little skeptical when something, when somebody wants to sell me something online. Wait. I put up the They send you samples, like, like samples of their oils, or? We have been sent plenty of samples. But I, I, wow. I think that may be just because we do a radio show on animals. So we figured we'd get an expert on. We have Dr. Robert Dove joining us from the Companion Animal Clinic of Gainesville, Virginia. Doctor, welcome to the show. Great. Thank you very much. So what do you know about CBDs? Uh, is this something we should be looking at seriously for the ailments? Because I remember when aspirin first came out. No, I don't. I don't remember when it first came out, but I remember it was like a snake oil. I mean, it had it cured absolutely everything. And now I'm hearing that CBDs uh, cure anxiety. They cure inflammation. I've even seen some that say they cure cancer. What is the deal on this? Well, uh, all of those all of those things are correct. You've heard all those things. I've heard all those things too. Uh, I think there's probably uh, some conditions that it uh, that it be more indicated uh, than others. Uh, but yes, all of those nerve support, um, movement coordination support, immune system, uh, cell life cycle, reproduction, circulatory, bone development. Uh, and there are some uh, holistic practitioners that are using it for uh, as a cancer uh, aid as well. Is this all anecdotal or is there science behind this? Yeah, there's some science behind it. Uh, it's very, very new. Uh, there are, uh, there's... Um, uh, Good evidence in dogs, uh, some evidence in cats. That's still pretty new. Uh, I've got, uh, I've seen some evidence in birds and uh, horses. Um, fair number of people in my area in the uh, equine industry certainly use it. Uh, so it's all new. Um, there are some, uh, uh, there are some good things to know about it, and then there are some things that you, as a consumer, uh, and uh, where to uh, you know where to purchase or, or what to uh, or what to buy? There's lots of uh, there's lots of confusing things out there. The first thing I guess is it is it marijuana or is it a derivative of marijuana? Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah, yeah unfortunately, hemp uh, hemp got in the same classification as marijuana. They are both cannabis, but hemp is not marijuana. Uh, hemp is defined uh, as as uh, a cannabis, uh, and uh, if it has less than 0.3% THC, the psychoactive ingredient, then it's classified as, as hemp. Uh, it's a totally different plant from marijuana, but unfortunately, you know, I think it was back in the 30s, it got kind of lumped in there with, with marijuana when marijuana was uh, uh, classified as a dangerous substance, uh, and uh, it remained there uh, pretty much ever since. So my my cat or dog won't be getting high on this. Correct. Okay. That's, that's correct. 
We are with Dr. Robert Dove. We're talking CBDs right here. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to find out exactly what are the indications for CBDs. That's on the way. Stick around. It's Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Here is today's top automotive news story. I'm Nick Miles. There is no room at the U.S. plant for Mercedes to make the C-Class. An automaker is considering booting its best-selling sedan out of U.S. production to make way for vehicles Americans want the most, like light trucks. The 6 million square foot Alabama plant is operating at 93% capacity. Mercedes-Benz CEO Dietmar Exler says Americans like their space. They like the convenience of SUVs. To find your new Mercedes, go to ourautoexpert.com. Our Auto Expert is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Live at the Red Barn Studios, you're listening to Animal Radio. Here's Hal and Judy. Radio celebrating the connection with our pets. And we want the very best for our pets, especially if they're ill and we've heard so much about CBDs. How effective are they? It's really very, very new and there are, there are a lot of questions. And I know that, Lori, you uh, you're writing questions all over your hands. I want to ask, uh, we'll, we'll get to you in just one second, but I want to ask the doctor, Dr. Robert Dove is joining us. What are the reasons that I would be using CBDs for my animals? I know that they have anti-inflammatory properties. Yes, that's correct. Um, I think a lot, a lot of them are indicated in the anxiety, mild discomfort categories. Um, that that's probably the number one uh, reason for for using them. Um, uh, epilepsy, um, restlessness. Um, neurodegenerative diseases, a difficult epilepsy case, definitely indicated for that. Um, but there's other, other things as well. For instance, um, concurrent use of, of a, a hep, uh, hemp oil uh, might uh, uh, help uh, reduce uh, the dosage that you have to give on pain relievers for your, for your pet. So if your pet's on pain relievers for whatever, osteoarthritis, something like that, uh, the use of full-spectrum hemp oil might de- be able to decrease uh, the dosages of your drugs. Uh, that's a good thing because uh, there are some side effects with some non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, and, and uh, the use of hemp oil would be beneficial there. Fear, uh, anxiety, aggression, I mean, think about those types of things. They're like uh, uh, thunderstorms, um, uh, car rides, uh, nail trimming, grooming, uh, house, you know, hospital handling when they come in to, to see the see their family veterinarian, and sometimes that's an anxious time for a lot of dogs and cats. Uh, perhaps a, a dose of hemp oil uh, before you leave the house uh, might be a good thing. 
You know what? This sounds like something I could uh, benefit from. Is, is there a human? <laughs> is, is there a human version of this? In, you know, in... sometimes when we have when we have dogs that that are that are not doing well in the hospital because they're anxious and and, and things like that, but usually we recommend maybe maybe the owners take a little <laughs> uh, and calm down, and the dogs will calm down too. Now it is. I've seen oils, but I've also seen pills as I've been yeah. trying to research this. What do you mm-hmm. recommend? I think I think the oils are probably better um, because they're absorbed a little bit easier into the body than, than say, powders, pills, or so, uh, um, granules. Uh, the oils you can just take in a small dropper make, based on the, the volume uh, that's required for your size uh, pet. Uh, and you can just squirt it underneath the tongue or squirt it between the cheek and gum. And then a lot of it is absorbed right through the mucous membrane, uh, and then the rest is swallowed. And as it's being swallowed, because it's a small amount, will be absorbed through the, uh, the even the esophageal tissues. So you probably get a better level of, of that full-spectrum cannabinoid, uh, uh, the, the CBDs, um, than if you use a powder and mix it in the food. You said you recommend uh, full-spectrum hemp. What is in full-spectrum hemp that makes it different from, I guess, that type of CBD oil? Yeah, full-spectrum would be what all the natural uh, phytochemicals that are, that are present in, in uh, hemp oil. Uh, I think there's, I don't know, roughly, what, 480 of them. Uh, I think 120 have been specifically identified and named. Um, but uh, there's, there's quite a number of, uh, you know, quite a number of them in there. Plus plus terpenes, some flavonoids, amino acids, um, some essential fatty acids, vitamins and minerals. Dr. Dove, would you concur that there are a lot of bad actors out there and there's a lot of stuff that's just uh, not good? Yes, I would, I would agree with that. I think you have, you've got to do your homework and your due diligence to, to, find, to find a full spectrum of hemp oil that has, been, that has those specifics that we talked about earlier. Um, to make sure that what you're actually giving your pet is what you think you're giving it. Okay. But uh, right now, because it is a confusing landscape, uh, it's, uh, it's really hard to know unless you do a little bit of research. There are some good companies out there, um, and they are providing good product uh, that you can depend on for being exactly what they label it as. Uh, but there's a lot of others who are sort of on the bandwagon. There's probably some companies out there that are not quite as good as others. Dr. Dove, um, I was wondering in your practice, and since you're a veterinarian, and if you have had clients who are on um, hemp oil or giving it to their pets, rather full spectrum hemp oil, mm-hmm. uh, what are some of the the you know pretty incredible results? Yeah, I think I, it's some, sometimes you know you you give you give medication, whether it's hemp oil or, or something else, and you see a response, and of course the 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 science the, the scientist in you always says, well, did I cause that, or was that going to happen anyway, or is it a coincidence? Uh, I think I've seen enough that, that uh, I'm, I'm encouraged by the results. Um, you know, the survey, there was a recent survey done with, with dog owners, and the positive effects that, that, that were seen were, were a pain relief, and that's probably the number one. Uh, they t- tend to sleep a little bit better, and then anxiety relief. Um, so those are, those are probably where we see the most I mean, I guess dramatic changes. Uh, there are probably other things too. So I would say it's probably like taking a vitamin, a multivitamin. If you have a good diet, you're, you know, maybe you don't need that multivitamin. You can't really see an see a, a big difference. But if you have a deficiency, you know, you're going to see a huge difference. This is probably the same thing. Um, so that if you have deficiencies in the system, uh, and you're responding to those deficiencies by giving the full spectrum hemp oil, that's where you're going to see the bigger the bigger results the negatives on the other hand that on that same survey 
or sedation uh, and maybe an overactive appetite. So if you turn that around, <laughs> maybe some animals that, that need an appetite stimulant, a mild appetite stimulant uh, for whatever reason, um, recovering from, from surgery, hospital care, something like that, uh, this oil might be then a good appetite stimulant. So those are the things I've seen in my practice, I would say that. Okay. Right. There's so much information there. If you missed any part of this, head on over to our website at animalradio.pet. Dr. Robert Duff, thank you so much for joining us today. It was my pleasure. Uh, we'll head back to the phones next for your calls. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-311-2199. 800-311-2199. That's 800-311-2199. Celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, groomer Joey Villani, news director Lori Brooks. And now, from the Red Barn Studios, here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. If you're just joining us, we are talking about CBDs this show, which is cannabidiol, cannabidiol, what is it, Dr. Debbie? Cannabidiol. Cannabidiol. You're getting really close. It's we'll have it down by the by end, the of, the end of the show. Yes, uh, this of course. If you you probably heard about CBDs and especially as it relates to humans, but there's actually a market for CBDs for pets, and you also may know about that because everybody and their mother is now selling this stuff. And to me, it seems like well, are the claims too good to be true? What do we really know about CBDs? We just talked to Doctor Dove. If you missed that, uh, you can certainly head to our website at animalradio.pet and and hear that interview once again. He is a veterinarian in Virginia, and he's very involved with CBDs and and believes there's a lot of great value to it. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk to Angela Artolino. She's a medical cannabis expert. She'll tell us what she knows about that. If you have questions about CBDs, call us now at 1-866-405-8405, and we'll ask Angela, these questions. And, of course, Dr. Debbie will be answering your regular old veterinary medical questions. And we're just about to head back to the phones. They've been ringing white hot through the whole show today. And so hopefully we'll get through all these lines today. So if you're ringing, it's still ringing. Hang tight. Lori, what do you have coming up for news at the bottom of the hour? Oh, I love research stories when people are telling us things that are scientific and real. And um, they went through five of these research studies, and they found... There is one disease, I'm sure there are many, but one specific disease you're more likely to have if you have pets. 
Really? A human disease. Yeah. A human disease. Kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm on the way. Or that's on the way. I'm on the way. I'll be there for that one, okay? <laughs> I'm a little concerned about that, actually. Uh, let's clear off these lines here. And let's go to Paul. Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm fine, and I'm really happy to be back on Animal Radio oh. because I'm an animal sometimes, and my cat always is. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Where are you? Where are you an animal? Uh, where am I an animal? I guess if I see the Phillies uh, oh. winning the fourth game of the World Series, I become, uh, you know, like they did in 80, and so they just don't do it often enough. And um, So I I'm guess Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania is where you are then, I assume. Yep, I'm on my sofa here, but that's in Pennsylvania, yeah. yeah. So I have the whole team here. What's going on? Well, um, since there are women on the team, I'm sure they can multitask, and I would like to find out the answers to these questions. Um, do cats dream? My cat, by the way, is Tommy the Atomic Attack Cat. Wow. Uh, he's a tiger cat. And, um, so he, um, he's a good cat. He really, really is. But uh, I don't know if you've ever known that cats occasionally are independent, but <laughs> mine has a hall called Independence Hall, and that's where he rules. So anyway... Do cats uh, dream? Uh, do cats um, show a, a language with their tail? In other words, Tommy will have it straight up and then curled over at the top or side to side. And uh, do cats see color? So those are three, I hope, pretty simple questions to answer. Oh, wow. And I knew that uh, the good doctor could handle that. With, with oh, sure. So I could be really brief and say yes, yes, and not really, but I'm going to explain. <laughs> Yes, so, yes. I'm a dumb male. I need help. Oh, I, I do not accept that explanation, but I, I love to talk about cats, so um, I will be happy to elaborate. Um, so, yes, kitties do dream, um, so we know that, you know, animals do dream. We see that they do have emotions, uh, bodily movements when they're sleeping, um, so it's only realistic. Um, granted, um, I know most of the dream studies have been done with dogs, where they actually hook them up to EEGs, but um, I'm sure cats have a similar process there as well. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. And then the second question, um, does the tail convey their sense of mood or their, I guess, their feelings is kind of what you're asking? And absolutely. Um, we know that animals, their whole body um, is a form of nonverbal communication, but the tail particularly can be very useful um, for indicating um, if it's, you know, help straight vertical they might be playful um an arched tail that's kind of curved um underneath the animal would be a fearful posture um so yeah there's a lot we can get out of the the tail um but there there's also kind of confusing um signals that you can misread like dogs with a wagging tail um can actually be you know in in an aggressive or an alert state so it doesn't always mean they're happy and cats the same thing so if they're swishing their tail around it can mean that they're in pain that they're uncomfortable or that they're actually gonna kind of have a um uh, aggressive uh, kind of uh, offensive approach um, to something. So explains so, why yeah. I just have nine fingers. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then the third one was regarding: Do they see? Do cats see in color? Um, yeah. So both dogs and cats—they're not truly 
colorblind, but they do have what we kind of classify as like a um, kind of the uh, red-green um, colorblindness. So they just have different kind of cells in their retinas that are more adapted to detecting motion and detecting uh, or to, for vision and low light. So they don't have the best color perception, but it's really not to their disadvantage. They just don't need it. That's so dogs and, dogs and cats kind of see kind of, dogs see kind of like a blue purple to yellow and cats kind of see those same colors but it's thought to be kind of um, a duller or more muted color palette so they don't they see a lot more gray i would guess we would say if you can squeeze one more in how do you get tommy the attack tom cadet cat to take a bath to take a to bath, take a bath. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, well, rather it's not doesn't i flick water on him when he's up on the table he's not allowed on and he just gets real scared, so I don't dare give him a bath. I don't know how, how I would get scratched or bitten or whatever. So how yeah, do you get well, the trick with kitties and baths are to teach them when they're really young and to do it in a non-scary way. So you, not that you can't do it, but it really you'd have to take a step back and go to the basics. So um, the basics being just getting him used to standing in just like a you know a quarter inch of water, um, or to have a dripping faucet while he's standing in there. Um, but cats is just we have to pair something that's really very um, appealing to them. So usually it's either food, um, grooming. Um, so some cats like to be brushed. Um, so those kind of things you can do while you're introducing them to something that they're not familiar with. Okay. I actually trained my my mother's kitten when I had her with me. You guys remember oh. little Moxie. You've heard yeah. me talk about Moxie on the show. Oh, yeah. And she is the world's best cat bath participant because when she was little she saw me bathing the dogs and she wanted you know psyche retreats and she's so good with that but it is really a matter of just starting when they're young and and making it fun well well, doctor there's one problem with you you just don't treat enough humans although you treat us very nicely on the radio (laughs) but you use your skills for those none of us that are animals or whatever Oh, thank you very, well, thank very you, much. Paul. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Listening on WEEU in Reading, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much for, for listening. On the AM dial, yep. Yeah. Uh, take care of yourself, Paul. one 405 I was unaware that caps need baths. This is new to me. Do they really need baths, Dr. Debbie? Well, that might be an area of contention because um, some people feel that they don't need it because they self-groom. Um, but in certain areas of the country, like where I live in the desert southwest, we have a lot of dust. And that kind of uh, dustiness, dirtiness is hard to get out without um, doing some intermittent bathing. So I, I think it's a good thing just to kind of help loosen um, that you know, underlying hair um, and to sometimes there's medicinal purposes we can use soothing uh, like colloidal oatmeal or things that have ceramides to help the skin. So I think it's a good thing. Um, And I would encourage any new kitty owner to teach your kitty to accept it and to find it to be a okay, you know, they may not love it, but make it okay. (laughs) Okay. 1-866-405-8405. Don't forget you can also ask your questions from the free Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. And the beautiful thing about that app is you can listen to Animal Radio anytime you want. Plus, you'll get recalls if there's any kind of food recalls. Uh, you'll get notified immediately. So go download that puppy right now, please. And this healthy serving of Animal Radio is brought to you by the grain-free Red Barn Naturals canned food for dogs and cats. It's always made in the USA with natural, functional ingredients to support your pet's optimal health. Learn more at redbarninc.com. And thank you, Red Barn, for underwriting Animal Radio.
You're listening to Animal Radio. Phones are open at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, it's Alan Cable. You know, dogs are dogs and people are people. I work with two folks this week. Each of them had the same problem. Their dog basically tries to rip their shoulder off at the end of a leash. And the guy I was working with, he let the dog off the leash. What do you think the dog did? Started jumping on him, grabbing the leash with his teeth. Pretty disrespectful behavior, wouldn't you say? You might not. But if that dog were part of a dog pack and did that to the alpha, he'd get a smackdown. Not with words or conversation like people do, but with swift action, a swift correction. A lot of people refuse to accept that their dog's a dog. They pretend the dogs are human. They think he understands everything they're saying and that he likes everything that humans like. Here's an example. Who doesn't love a hug? I'll tell you who. Most dogs. A hug is threatening to most dogs. They'll put up with it from their human pack members. But when a stranger does it, it signals domination and an invasion of space. It makes a dog feel threatened. We communicate with words. But if you really want to understand your dog or any dog, you have to watch their body language, their eyes, and what they do when you and other people are around. They learn by observing us. For instance, let's say you had a rug in your kitchen and the only time you gave your dog a treat is when he was on this rug. You'll notice the dog connects the dots. He figures out that when he's in that place, he gets a treat. So, every time you walk in the room, you'll notice your dog moves to that spot. He even stays in that spot when you're not in the room. This is a cool way to train your dog to do lots of stuff. You're rewarding him for something he's already doing that you like. Then take it a step further. If he's not on the rug, point at it. If he doesn't move, you, while pointing at the rug, start moving towards it. You can use the word treat repeatedly, too. If he's still not moving, get a treat and hold it in your hand while still pointing at the rug and moving towards it. Trust me, your dog's going to get the message, and pretty soon you'll be able to point to get him to go wherever you want him to. People will be fascinated how your dog will do what you want him to without ever saying a word. The greatest thing you can do for your dog is to be a strong pack leader and give him structure. He'll be calm and happy for it. CBD Dog Health makes high-quality holistic pet products designed specifically for your furry family members. Our tinctures, treats, and salves come from full-spectrum CBD, CO2 extracted from hemp flower. They treat anxiety, allergies, arthritis, seizures, hot spots, and more. Our labels are clear and easy to understand, showing all of the natural healing ingredients you are giving your pet. CBD Dog Health products are made in the USA and available at trusted retailers or online at cbddoghealth.com. When you feel heartburn up in your throat, you'll do anything for fast relief. You might chug milk directly from the source. Okay, girl. Easy. You might slurp down an entire slushie in a single breath. Oh, that didn't help. Don't try just anything. Try new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers, the only antacid that melts to leave a cooling sensation while it starts working as fast as now to relieve heartburn. Oh, that's better. Soothe the burn with new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers. Use as directed. Need a fix of the good stuff? Get more Animal Radio with the free Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Boy, there is a lot of information coming your way today on today's show about CBDs. And in a few minutes, we'll talk to Angela Ardolino. She is a medical cannabis expert. She will tell us how CBDs may be helpful for our pets and exactly what research has been done, what we really know, because it's obviously very early in the CBD evolution, should I say. Uh, so that's on the way in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. We're also going to go to the phones in just a couple of seconds with your calls. If you have a question for Dr. Debbie or for Joey Volani, the dog father, 1-866-405-8405. 
And of course, you can also ask your questions from the free Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. And in the bottom of the hour, in a few minutes, we'll talk to Lori Brooks. She does news from the Animal Radio Palatial News Studio. <laughs> that little... Oh, it's big, all yes. right, isn't it? <laughs> what do you have coming up? Um, there is now uh, another, a new kind of business that is opening that specifically allows you to bring your pet along. And I love how this is expanding. So I'll tell you what this is. And, and the good news is, is that there's only one that we know of now. But because this one is out, people are going to see how successful it is. And there will be a whole lot more soon. Oh, I hope it's bowling because I love to take my dog bowling. <laughs> it's not bowling, out. Okay. Yeah, my poor dog chases the ball and tries to pick it up. and just It's just too heavy. Hey, Bob. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Paris, Florida. Paris, Florida. Not familiar with it. What side of Florida? Sounds exotic. Have you ever been there, Dr. Debbie? <laughs> no, but I, I like the sound of it. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. So what's going on? Uh, my beagle's five years old, and he has renal failure. And uh, oh. I guess I learned that that's how you find out after they have it to a certain degree. It doesn't mm-hmm. really show or have a lot of symptoms, but... Uh, after a lot of diagnosing and um, running back and forth and paying vet, vet bills, um, I finally went up to uh, went back up to New York, um, actually by you know email, and got his old holistic doctor, and he's doing a lot better with the with the Chinese herbs and stuff. But I mm-hmm. wanted what really got me was how does it how does it progress so fast without even giving any signs. Well, I, you know, the, I'm sorry to hear that kidney, kidney disease in such a young dog. It's, I mean, that's so upsetting. Um, and, and the big question is if we can determine if there's a cause for the kidney disease. And that's, there can be pets that are born with a tendency to have, you know, bad kidneys. So if, if he was a human, we'd be talking about kidney transplants when we get to a certain point. But I guess what's kind of curious, and I don't know the full details of your baby's situation, but in some cases, kidney failure can be brought on suddenly by things, or it can be chronic. So those sudden causes can be things that are toxins like uh, antifreeze, raisins, grapes, um, um, household uh, pain relievers, um, and there could be things even like infections. And being in a moist environment, one of the things we look at is a disease called leptospirosis that can cause kidney failure in dogs. Um, so all of those things kind of fit in there that um, if we don't know the cause, it can be really hard to say, okay, how long has this been present? What's going to be our long-term um, turnaround? There are pets that have chronic, just gradual loss of kidney function, and those are the ones where you're correct. The kidneys are just kind of dying slowly, and we don't know it. And it's not until 75% of the functional kidney is actually gone, that it'll actually show up on a veterinarian's blood work. So that's that's pretty horrible, actually, because um, a lot of progress, um, a lot of progress of the disease can occur before we even have any clue about that. So things we definitely watch for with kidney disease are drinking a lot, urinating a lot, um, losing weight, vomiting, or loss of appetite. Some of those type of signs might be some earlier things that we'd look for um, that could tell us that there's something wrong. Um, so, uh, you know, and I, again, I don't know all the situation with your baby as far as what's uh, what potentially is the cause, but it, it is an uncommon.
common to have kidney disease kind of gradually come up. And then once it hits its point, it's almost like a teeter-totter. It's a tipping zone, and once it's there, we know it's there, and it's in full force. Um, and that's when the signs become very apparent. Uh, so how is your baby doing right now? Since I got him on the uh, the Chinese herbs from up from New York, from New York, he nails it down. And I cook his dinner for him. He cooks. Uh, we give him a lot of raw vegetables and stuff, and organic mm-hmm. chicken mixed in with crushed bone and all that. He's doing fantastic. But Good. The holistic doctor said that it was the antibiotic that finished him off. It was mm. it wasn't was in progression, but it okay. was the antibiotic when a dog bit him, and I had to get mm. him. Um, I don't know, a tetanus shot, I guess, or something for a dog, uh, antibiotic. And he said mm. that was the final thing that did him in. He just couldn't take an antibiotic at that point. Mm. Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to, but there are some antibiotics that do have um, a problem where they can be, cause some trouble to the kidneys. They're not real commonly used for routine infections, so I'm not sure, you know, what your vet used. But, um, you know, if, if a pet has borderline kidney disease and we introduce any medicine, it may not be um, tolerated well because the kidneys already are not filtering well, um, and it can kind of tip them over the edge. So I'm glad to hear your baby is doing well and, and certainly keep up all the efforts. I'm a fan of if it works and we can track those blood values and we see improvement on both the blood values and in the pets the way they're feeling, then I'm a fan. Um, so I, I'm a little skeptical, but yeah, um, but I don't sneeze at uh, those therapies that do show some good good results. So best wishes to you there, Bob, and give your, your baby a pat on the head from us at Animal Radio. one This portion of Animal Radio was underwritten by CBD Dog Health, makers of tinctures, treats, and salves to treat your furry family members suffering from anxiety, allergies, arthritis, seizures, hot spots, and more. It's made from the highest potency full-spectrum hemp CBD, lab-tested for purity and potency. You can learn more at CBDDogHealth.com. And thank you, CBD Dog Health, for underwriting Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Phones are open at 1-866-405-8405. Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats, simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted, natural, meaty bones. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Lori Brooks. Now, since pets have become such a huge part of our lives, and I mean all consuming for most of us, uh, there's more research being done these days into how our little furry creatures impact our lives, or our health specifically in this case. There's a new study out that finds pets may actually boost your risk for having irritable bowel syndrome, or IBS as we usually hear it called. And exposure to dog and cat feces, they say, could be a very crucial factor. In this study, they actually studied the results of five previous studies. So it's a a meta study. They put it all together, sort of pooling the results and looking for commonalities. So among the five studies, they said it was a 2016 Singapore report that turned up the largest link between IBS and pet ownership, finding 21% of those who have ever owned a pet were more likely to have IBS, 
most of those pet owners had had dogs, cats, or hamsters. Emotional therapy or emotional support animals uh, from dogs to peacocks and lizards are growing in popularity. But now the state of Oklahoma is cracking down on those animals and giving businesses the right to turn them away. It's uh, state health... uh... Tater! (laughs) It's state house bill... 1309 there in Oklahoma. It has been signed by the governor and is set to become law coming up in November. Now, finally, you know, this is a great idea. Everybody looking to get into the pet business somehow because it's just exploded. There's now a movie theater that lets you bring your dog along. Wow. And they offer what they call bottomless wine. Sounds like a nudie wine, maybe? No, no. It's called Canine Cinemas, and they're in Plano, Texas. They offer drinks and snacks for humans and dogs alike. Um, they opened up back in December. They offer movie nights for you and your dog, along with other themed nights. They have, you know, like bring your dog along to church night or karaoke margarita night, you know, for um, events there. But tickets are only 5 bucks for dogs. $10 for kids, 15 for adults. And any purchase of an adult ticket comes with your choice of free bottomless wine or four servings of whiskey. So, you know, if you don't like wine, there's still an option for you. But this space is um, really pretty comfortable looking. They've got these big, comfy red couches for everybody to relax on. And your your dog included, as well as a large open space in front of the screen if your pup gets reckless. If your dog gets re- <laughs> if your dog gets restless, uh, moviegoers can also bring um, only two dogs. That's the max, as long as they are up to date on their shots. Owners can upload veterinary records online at the theater's website, or you can just you know keep a copy in your car. I think that's what we're going to have to do these days, and take it with you to the theater box office. Um, and by the way, they don't show any new releases, so don't go to the movie theater expecting to see last week's you know big movie hit. Instead, they uh, will always be screening. They say a selection of classic, dog-friendly flicks, mm-hmm. not child-friendly. Dog friendly flicks. What city is this in? Plano, Texas. Plano, Texas. I'm moving to Plano, Texas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Look at all these new creative ideas and I things know. that are coming out. It's just another great way to incorporate our our pets even more. I know. I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime we have it at animalradio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at animalradio.com. Check out Animal Radio highlights. All the good stuff without the blah, blah, blah. Browse on over to animalradio.pet. It is Animal Radio celebrating the connection with our pets. And today we're talking about CBDs and natural health remedies. CBDs, just uh, an amazing proliferation of those little puppies all over now. In fact, I get emails, several emails a day. Uh, claiming that they can do all kinds of amazing things. Uh, But we're going to talk to an expert now. We have Angela Ardolino joining us. Hi, Angela. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Very good. Tell us about yourself. About me? Yeah, I want to know about you before we find out about the CBDs. I want to know what your background is. Oh, you bet. Um, I am an entrepreneur, and I have been taking care of and rescuing animals most of my life. Um, I have a rescue um, that I rescue dogs and farm animals. I'm the one that ends up with the senior dogs, the dogs with the problems, Uh. 
um, and I end up with the the roosters and the mini pigs that aren't mini pigs. <laughs> you and, and me both. You know, things like that. <laughs> what is the difference between hemp CBD and marijuana? Is it is it just basically pot for pets? I mean, will they get high? They won't get high, and there's a the difference is is that marijuana and hemp CBD. So we're going to talk about marijuana and hemp. Those okay. are the two things that we're trying to to figure out the difference between or where the confusion lies. Um, they are both from the cannabis plant. Marijuana has THC in it, and that's what gets you high or the psychoactive feeling. And hemp does not have THC in it or has very little THC in it. Uh, THC is just like another compound like CBD is. Hemp is also a lot higher in CBD than marijuana is. Hemp CBD is what is legal in all 50 states. Marijuana CBD is not. What? It's just a confusion in what we all call it. Let's get to, to the basics here. What does uh, CBD cure or what ailments does it help with? So CBD um, is a compound in the cannabis plant and it interacts with our endocannabinoid system. So our endocannabinoid system controls everything from our moods, uh, stress and anxiety, appetite, um, and it also controls things like inflammation. Um, when when things are off, basically CBD and hemp medicine brings the body back into a homeostasis point. Uh, it's kind of like people, some people and some pets have an endocannabinoid deficiency. And CBD is in the cannabis plant, but it's also in a couple other plants. And when you take it and get it into your system, it actually feeds your endocannabinoid system and brings you to a nice, normal state. So if you have a dog that is scared to death of thunderstorms or fireworks or going to the groomer or the vet or any type of loud noises, CBD, giving them a full-spectrum CBD um, oil right under their lips that they can absorb through their uh, gums and get right into their bloodstream will actually calm them down, some immediately and some within 20 minutes. You'll see, you'll see the medicine work within 20 minutes. You have a senior dog who has arthritis or hip problems, giving them a higher dose of CBD, you'll see them start running around being um, puppy-like again. They will have so much trouble getting up because the, fa- the pain and the inflammation has been reduced tremendously. Can they overdose on it? Impossible. They can, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect the same system that affects our uh, like opioids or prescription medications do. It doesn't affect their breathing or heart rate, so you cannot overdose on it. You could pour an entire bottle of our 1,100-milligram uh, tincture down a dog's throat, and if anything, he will probably sleep really good and maybe have a little bit of diarrhea. I got to ask, I see so many so many CBDs out there. Just every day I see another brand. I, I see that yours, and yours, is, by the way, it's uh, CBD Dog Health, right? Yes, that's it. it. It says on the bottle that it's full spectrum. I'm not sure what that means. What is full spectrum? Full spectrum means is that when we extract the oil, and we also extract from the hemp flower only. We don't extract from the leaves or stalks or anything, any other part of the plant, only the flowers. And when we extract them, we do it in a process that keeps all the compounds intact of the plant. 
And when all the compounds are intact to the plant, that's when you get the best medicine. So you want to make sure it's full spectrum, and that's what that means. And that includes a little bit of THC, that 0.03 I keep mentioning. If it's broad spectrum, that means it has several of the cannabinoids intact but doesn't have any of the THC in it. Um, so that's the biggest difference, and that's what you want. Um, there's a lot of confusion, as you said, in the marketplace because it's not regulated yet. So people are making all kinds of claims yeah. um, and, and putting products out. And those of us that are doing right in the industry um, have self-regulated, well, and we do third-party laboratory. That was my next food. question. That was my next question yeah. is that there's how, – how can you tell the bad actors from the good stuff? There are third parties that uh, do lab testing. Yep. Um, we, we get every single batch uh, tested by a third party, and we put those results right up on our website. And you can, when you go to the website and look at one of the products, you'll see in the, in the pictures where the third-party lab certificate is. And what that lab certificate shows you is that there are other cannabinoids intact and in the tincture and that you can see the little bit of THC in there. So when the other cannabinoids are there, you're seeing that it's a full spectrum and you're seeing how much of it is actually in the tincture okay. or in a serving. It should show the tincture how much in the entire bottle and how much in each serving. So what so you want to look for those, make sure that they're recent and um, that they're a full panel, meaning they're testing everything. They also test whether there's herbicides in it and chemical fertilizers, those types of toxins that we don't want on our pet, especially if they're sick. So it shows all of those things so that you know that you're getting a pure product. Angela, we have so many questions, but we got to take a quick break. Hold on for one second. It is Animal Radio. Stick around. Hi, this is Paul Reiser, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Every minute you're here, you're not harming someone else. (laughs) People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Red Barn canned food for cats and dogs is grain and gluten-free. I am the family dog, and it's that time of year again. The one where pet parents start looking for Fido-friendly hotels and destinations where Fido is welcome. Make no bones about it. Pets are part of the family, and we like to sniff out new places too. And we hate to be turned away, especially when we're on our best behavior. So we won't be left out in the cold. Be sure to pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine to find the best hotels and destinations where Fido is always welcome. Go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Hi, this is Brandon McMillan on Animal Radio, and be sure to adopt and not shop. Live at the Red Barn Studios, you're listening to Animal Radio. Here's Hal and Judy. It's Animal Radio celebrating the connection with our pets, and we are talking CBDs today. We are with Angela Artelino. She's the top dog at CBD Dog Health. What else should we be looking for when we buy a CBD? Um, 
you want to make sure, you know, if it looks too good to be true, if you're buying a bottle for nineteen ninety five or twenty nine ninety five, it probably doesn't have any CBD in it. Um, if you're buying it on Amazon, it's probably not a real product. Um, you're going to want to go with the brands. And unfortunately, right now, it's kind of confusing um, buying online. So you actually need to find the good brands, do your research, go to their website, see who the founder is. Are they educating? Are those certificates there? And then if the claims look too good to be true, there probably are. Our tinctures are priced pretty, pretty, you know, when you're compared to apples to apples, the other people out there that are making the same type, type of products are maybe a little different. Ours are a little different because we add other essential oils, natural essential oils in our tinctures to help whatever the ailments um, that we have applied mm-hmm. you know, each bottle. Our calm is for anxiety, stress, and fear, so it has lavender essential oil in it. Um, our ease has turmeric oil and frankincense oil, which are also amazing anti-inflammatories, and that's for arthritis and allergies. And then our heal, which is our most potent, um, has 1,100 milligrams of CBD, full-spectrum CBD in it, and hemp seed oil, which is also an amazing um, fatty acid and omega-3 and 6, and then an MCT oil to help with um, absorption of the medicine. So we add other essential oils into our tinctures, which makes them a little different. Mm. So some people just do different dosaging of CBD. But, yeah, you want to make sure there's enough in it. I, I say no less than 500 milligrams or um, 9 to 10 milligrams per serving of CBD if you really want to see the medicine work, a full spectrum of CBD. I'm sorry, I keep saying just CBD, but when I say that, I mean full spectrum CBD. What makes CBD Dog Health different than all of these other companies? Um, like I said, mostly because we uh, we include other essential oils. Um, I have a degree in medical cannabis from the University of Vermont School of Medicine. Launched their uh, first class in medical cannabis in 2016, and I was in it. Wow. Um, I actually found the medicine because I uh, wanted to treat my rheumatoid arthritis naturally, and that's how I found the medicine, and it worked so well. I sold my business and threw myself into the medical cannabis industry. <laughs> and then when I learned that animals had the same system, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is perfect. Why isn't anyone doing this? I couldn't find a product, and so I developed one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I come from from a background of working with animals my entire life. So I didn't just go, hoo, yay, let's make some money and uh, jump on this this gold rush. Uh, This is something that I'm very passionate about. To me, it's just, it's an all-natural medicine that has been kept from both us and our pets. Um, It does so many great things. There are no bad side effects. We're finally seeing it legalized. Um, and now it's just a matter of educating the public on how to choose the right product. Um, what does it mean? What are the differences between it? How hemp and marijuana are different? Um, it, it's just a matter of educating people, including, you know, lawmakers and departments of agriculture. I mean, I still get told the wrong information by people who should know better all the time. Mm. Um, and so it's frustrating, but it's a brand new industry. So. Here I am. <laughs> and you're I'm pioneering it. As yes. people as I can. <laughs> and you're doing an awesome job. I'm wondering job. how. Yes? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm wondering how, um, since you're involved in making it, how do 
the manufacturers or makers of CBD oils, how do they differentiate them for pets or those for humans? Um, that's a great question. The pets, one of the biggest things I forgot to say is that pets or animals have 10 times more receptors than we do. So they're much more sensitive to the medicine, which is why you don't want to have very much THC in it. So um, that is probably the biggest reasons um, you're going to see difference between dosaging of what a human needs and what a pet needs. The other thing is that a lot of um, human companies add different things or flavorings in it that are not good for pets. So I'll never forget when I started this journey two years ago, um, the first product that I got was from a human company who then made a pet product, and all they did was change the label. They didn't change the, the tincture at all, and it had stevia in it, which makes dogs sick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was just another reason of me, me going. First, I thought I had to grow it because I couldn't find anyone growing it right without pesticides and herbicides. Then I thought, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, okay, I have to make my own thing. I have to make my own thing. I can't find anyone with a pure product. So um, it's changed so much in the two years. It's amazing. But that's probably the biggest thing. You get a lot of human companies who, who see a market where they can make more money. So they'll take the human product and just put a different label on it and sell it as a pet product. Um, and the problem with that is the ingredients that are in it that pets shouldn't have. And the milligrams are usually too high for a pet. That's when you'll start seeing a pet be uh, act high or, you know, be affected by the psychoactive components because it has too much THC in it. I have learned so much from you today. The website is cbddoghealth.com. Angela Ardolino, thank you so much for telling me all of this information. You bet. I'm glad to share it. Everybody should know about it. It's a great natural medicine. Yes. We'll put links to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.pet. We're going to get on out of here. Have yourself a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.